God bless the city of Rock Hill. Rock Hill is such a special place. You're going to know Rock Hill from more than Football City USA. Pathways, Indoor Center, Knowledge Park. It's just a wonderful time to be in Rock Hill right now. The city of Rock Hill is one of the only destinations that fully gets it. It builds world-class venues that are better than anywhere in the United States. Hello and welcome into the Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray, along with Ashley Studebaker. We aim to keep you informed on all informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. Today we have Cameron Mitchell, uh, and Cameron, go ahead and give us your official title. Absolutely. So, he- hello everyone. My name is Cameron Mitchell. I have the pleasure of serving as workforce and talent development coordinator for the city of Rock Hill. Awesome. And uh, go ahead before before we get started, let's was backwards from what we usually do, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So I came to Rock Hill um, via Winthrop. I started Winthrop in 2015, got my degree in business and focused in on HR. Um, Really saw that I love talent and development. I love learning and development um, and things like that. So it was a natural progression. I went off and did some internships in D.C., worked for the you know federal government, um, and then for SHRM, which is one of the largest professional organizations for HR. Um, came back here to South Carolina, worked at a few manufacturing places like New Indy and Coroplast, and then found my love for talent development um, on, on a strategic level. And so that's why I went after this job and I got it. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. And you've been here how long? So I've been in Rock Hill a total of six years now. Okay. Oh, wow. And okay. you've been yeah. in your position just for a couple months, couple correct? A couple months. I started at the beginning of September. Yep. Awesome. Well, that's a little bit about you. We're now going to throw you into the ringer a little bit, and we're just going <laughs> to ask go. you some fun <laughs> life ready. questions. We're going to put you on the clock. We're going to do a minute. So I've got my stopwatch here in my, oh, yeah. on got my it? wrist. Okay. Yep, I got it. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Would you rather win the lottery or find your soulmate? Win the lottery. <laughs> Do you test the waters or dive in the deep end in a swimming pool? Uh, dive in the deep end. Sauce on the side of your food or sauce on top? Sauce on the side, absolutely. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Mm, allergic. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Mm, nosy neighbors. Would you rather be rich and famous or rich and unknown? Rich and unknown. Okay. Would you rather owe someone money or owe them a favor? Owe them a favor. Lose sleep or skip a meal? Skip a meal. All right. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Iced coffee. Free lunch or free dessert? Free lunch. Would you rather see the future or change the past? Ooh, see the future. Would you rather have intense pain for 10 minutes or dull pain for one day? Neither, but dull pain for one day. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have massive success by accident or modest success on purpose? Oh, let's go with the massive success. Why not? Okay. Why and not? Last but not least, do you wash dishes immediately or wait until the sink is full? Oh, immediately because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm okay. OCD. Yeah, I feel that. I am a sink that is full. That was a good one. That might have been my favorite speed round right there. Uh, wh- was which good. was your favorite question? <laughs> the peanut butter. That was hilarious. Oh, oh man. So, yeah. So that's fun. We just I like to that. get to know you a that. little bit. Uh, so we, we talked about your background and you work as the workforce and talent development coordinator to me and a lot of others out there. That's just a lot of big (laughs) words thrown together and we have no idea what it means. What does it mean? Absolutely. So a lot of people do not know what workforce development is. And I think the best way I can sum it up is that it is all 
talent related activities that help the economy of a city so you know that's everything from making sure we have the right employees in our city making sure we have the right talent pools uh, making sure we're creating the right pipelines to not only meet our workforce needs today but also as we look into the future you know five ten years down the road that we're preparing that next pool of talent to be ready to go into our workforce so you mentioned talent and you mentioned a pipeline. So there's something called a talent pipeline. Can yeah. you elaborate on that? <laughs> yes. So our talent pipeline program is essentially what I am in charge of managing. Um, it's a great program that was started back in 2014 um, through some grants we got through community organizations and things like that. And it was really designed to help employers find interns from our local colleges. So you guys know we have three colleges in the area. Um, and it was really just help to help them find interns and get students experience and get them involved in the economy of Rock Hill, um, even as a student. So that program actually allows for us to subsidize the cost of an intern to the business. So we can pay up to half of the intern salary um, oh, and, wow. and hopefully allow businesses to take on more interns. So a pipeline starts and ends somewhere and here Absolutely. it ends in the workforce. Yep. Where does it start? So it starts at the college level. Okay. Um, and something I'm, in, I'm passionate about is even starting that at the high school level. So, you know, working with Rock Hill School Districts to really understand what careers students are interested in, um, what are their plans for after they graduate high school and things like that, and helping them create a funnel all the way into the workforce. So is that something when you took this job that you're hoping to do in the next several years? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the way our world is changing, obviously with the pandemic, a lot of a lot of things are going digital. Um, you know, our digital workforce has been exasperated in, this, in a way. Um, a lot of companies had to shift and change in ways they thought they would have to do in 10 years uh, a lot sooner. And so that's really what I see my position as doing and why I was excited about this job. I think we're at such a critical point for workforce development in our country um, and especially in a growing city like Rock Hill. With everything being digital, how do you guys still manage to keep that like personable relationship yeah. with these people who are, you know, trying to enter the workforce. Absolutely. I think it's all about, you know, sharing that information digitally, but then creating intentional events or programs to really bring people in person. Um, I think a lot of times we try to take a all for one approach to workforce development. And I think it's really about, you know, narrowing down and understanding, you know, where people are and where they want to go and creating experiences around that. Why you said that workforce development really important right now. Mm -hmm. Why is it important right now as opposed to any time before? Yeah. So um, not to say that it wasn't important before, but I think right now we're just we have so many changes in the way we onboard talent, the way we recruit talent as employers. Um, and so that's why it's critical right now, because our world has changed so much with the pandemic that a lot of a lot of things that companies didn't have to think about before, they do have to think about now. And our, our societal shift in the way we look at work and the way we think about work has changed dramatically with the next generations coming into the workforce. So I think it's essential that we really take a look at that and understand what employee, employees are wanting uh, right now. These things kind of ebb and flow, but how does the fact that there are a lot of open jobs a uh, good bit of unemployment affect mm -hmm. what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. So we're always looking at that data. Obviously, it's a key metric for us. Um, it's it's really about, you know, how can we decrease that unemployment rate um, in a meaningful way? So we're, we're not just wanting to put people in dead-end jobs or underpaid jobs. A lot of people are underemployed. 
um, in our area. And so it's really about getting them, getting them into jobs that pay a livable wage, you know, so that they can actually participate in our economy, in our growing economy and, you know, do all the fun things like go to Fountain Park and go down to Amelie's and go to Millstone and all the places. Um, it's, it's about that, that piece of it. So how does the program kind of partner with the big goals that the city has here? Yeah, so we're actually expanding the program to really um, target different areas. So the three main economies or industries in our area are um, are advanced manufacturing, information technology, and hospitality and tourism. So as we look at those three area areas, we're really trying to decipher, you know, how best is it to get people trained in those areas um, whether they go to a two-year college or go through a certificate program how can we work with employers to make sure once people get that education they have a direct pipeline into those you know institutions um, the talent pipeline program is amazing because it really allows us to build really strategic relationships with these employers and show them the benefits of what we can do for them um, it also helps them in their employer branding you know having us do marketing for them to say, hey, this company is advertising for this type of intern. This is the work environment you're going to be in and things like that. So you said what? Advanced manufacturing, uh, IT, mm -hmm. and hospitality and tourism. How did yep. you guys land on those three? Yeah, so um, there's been plenty of studies done, uh, economic studies done within our area within the last five and 10 years. And uh, through every study that I've looked at, those have consistently been the top three. And then as we forecast out, you know, five, 10 years, even 20 years down the line, those are the industries that are being attracted to our area. So we look at that information to say, okay, how can we prepare our students now to have those jobs 20 years from now? So you've talked about the future a little bit and kind of ways you plan to expand the program mm -hmm. and internships and everything. So you plan to introduce micro internships. Yeah. What exactly is that? So a micro internship, unlike a traditional internship, is a very um, short, so four to six weeks, skill-based project where, and this is really for our growing entrepreneurship, our entrepreneur community. Um, this is to help them with small projects like maybe website development or a social media campaign. We're gonna offer this to college juniors and senior, seniors at all three of our institutions to say, you know, if you, we wanna make sure that it is my goal that no college student graduates without an internship experience. Mm -hmm. And so these mini internships will allow students not only to get a depth of experience in their desired field, but it'll also help our entrepreneurs in maybe services that they can't contract out at, at a larger rate. So, All right. I have the million dollar question here. <laughs> so we've got Winthrop, York Tech, Clinton College. They form kind of a triangle in Rock Hill. Mm -hmm. Three separate colleges, all very different. Your goal is to make sure all college students have an internship before they graduate. How do you plan to do that? <laughs> yes, yes. So it's all about building relationships within those three institutions. Um, each of them have career development centers or career services for their students. And so as part of my job, I've really been work going to each of these schools and saying, you know, where is it that you're struggling? Are you struggling with getting your students internships? You know, how are you communicating these internship opportunities or job opportunities? Um, how can we work together? For example, York Tech is really good with apprenticeships. Um, so that's not something I'm gonna take on because I wanna support the programs that we already have in place. And so it's really just about building that network and understanding the landscape. So 
whereas York Tech might be really good at um, apprenticeships, Clinton College and Winthrop have the opportunity to be really good at internships. And that doesn't mean that nobody from Winthrop is going to do an apprenticeship, but that means, you know, if they need to go over to York Tech and say, hey, what are you guys doing for apprenticeships right now? They have that they have that relationship and they feel comfortable doing that. Does that mean, you know, building some type of program, just being on campus to talk to students? Practically, what does that look like? Yeah, so I haven't uh, really decided what that looks like practically. Um, you know, there's a number of things we could do, such as campus ambassadors um, that have people already on campus really sharing the same message um, that we're sharing or you know, doing things like executive roundtables, so making sure college presidents or leadership at colleges know and understand what we can provide as a program and making sure that they're making that a priority in their strategic planning as well. So I think we have to hit it at all levels. Um, it can't just be a one-person approach or a one-department approach. It has to be something that everybody at each of the colleges are invested in. Last follow-up on this one. Does it make it easier or more difficult that these are three very different schools? Um, I think it in a traditional city, it would be very hard, but I think we've cultivated a community in Rock Hill that's very collaborative, and I think that we all have a common goal and we know where we're headed, so I don't get any pushback when I reach out to these um, three institutions because, again, they know what they're good at and they know where their weaknesses are, and it's all about bridging those gaps for them. So entrepreneurs... Um, how can they benefit from this program? Because there's college students who mm -hmm. want to go into a career mm -hmm. and, and whatnot at a and at, a, at an establishment. Mm -hmm. So how can entrepreneurs kind of benefit from this program being on their own? Yeah, absolutely. So I think this program gives them a unique opportunity to really test their own leadership skills. Um, a lot of times when you're starting out as an entrepreneur, you know, it's just you. <laughs> right. And it's hard to really take your ideas and your thoughts in your brain and tell them to somebody else. So one, it just gives them good leadership um, opportunities, but then also, you know, for the, for their business, it gives them tangible like projects that they can use in their business and to take their business forward and things like that. So I think it's the perfect opportunity for entrepreneurs to get plugged in, not only to the colleges, but also to the, the government, the local government and what we can provide for them. Um, you know, there's other things out there like open for business, you know, building connections with them to say, okay, can your intern go to Open for Business and bring you back the resources that they offer um, and do different research projects and things like that that entrepreneurs maybe don't have the time for. When you came in, what were some things with the workforce and talent development program that were already working? Yeah, so um, I think uh, the relationships that have been built are amazing. A lot of people know about the Talent Pipeline program, and so right now it's really just um, moving it forward in today's age. So a lot of things are still done by paper. Um, we're actually getting away with, from that system and moving a lot of things digital so that it's easier for people to access. Um, just wanting to be very transparent about what this program is and what it can offer and making sure everybody knows that this is something they can be a part of. So is this a full break it down to the <laughs> core and rebuild? Or are we talking like just kind of redo some things we, around we the house. Have, we have the foundation laid. Okay. You know, we have the foundation laid. We're still piecing it together brick by brick. The The finishes are not in. The floors are not laid. But um, I think we have a good foundation with the, the relationships that we've already built. So you want to introduce micro-internships. What else is on the horizon that you plan on 
you know, pushing forward. Absolutely. So one of the things I'm most excited about is us implementing um, a platform called Career Village. And so what Career Village is, is a online kind of crowdfunding platform, not crowdfunding, but crowdsourcing platform for career advice. And what does crowdsourcing mean? So crowdsourcing basically means um, we get the community to rally around giving free career advice to the Hmm. students at our high schools, right? So it's not just me, you know, saying, this is my experience is really about, okay, well, if I want to go into accounting, there's, I don't know how many accountants in Rock Hill, but let's let them share their advice and share what they did, what certifications they got, what schools they went to, um, to give perspective. I think a lot of times in workforce development, it's important for me that, um, we allow students to choose and we don't make choices for them. So, um, I'm really excited about this platform because what it does will be hopefully able to get all 5,000 students within high schools at Rock Hill School District signed up to this platform um, for free and then get the community to rally around just supporting these kids and the career questions they have, supporting them on their career journeys and hopefully keeping them in the area. All right. So let me, let me see if I've got this right. So I'm, I'm a college student. I'm Ozean to Winthrop. Uh, this is my story. So I, in my version of the story, <laughs> get to live in the courtyard apartments my freshman year. Absolutely. Cause that's, that's cool. <laughs> um, and I, you know, freshmen so when when do you want to get these kids internships right away or is it like a down the line type of thing yeah so you could start at freshman year um so our micro internships will only be for college and junior seniors just because we feel at that level you know they're able to come into a business for four to six weeks and maybe don't need as much training as far as you know what is it like operating in a business and we're gonna hope that they have that training um but traditional internships will be for all levels so coming in as a freshman all the way until senior year so uh do i go to my advisor does my advisor come to me what ways are you hoping to communicate that out to students yeah so i know at winthrop for example um they have an amazing career center and so i am very close with the director we shared information all the time um you know winthrop has its internal systems where they can share information daily with students so we're really looking at the communication channels they already have in place um obviously doing things like maybe coming on campus doing that campus ambassador type program to have other students, you know, sharing the same message as well. Cause we all know people like to listen to their peers and not somebody older right. than them. So <laughs> it's kind of, again, meeting them where they are, um, but also going through the channels that are already in place. So I, I do my internship. I work hard. I go through the process. I'm done. Now what? Yeah. So you graduate college, right? You got that degree now after you're like four hard years and you got to get a job because the student loans are coming. Um, this is where really we have an opportunity to say, employers, do you have an opportunity to hire these interns that you've um, brought in, you know, over time, if they do decide that they want to stay in this area? And if they don't want to work for the employer that they interned with, you know, making it clear, having a... a, a a cohesive job board um, that's for the city of Rock Hill that students know they can go to to say, okay, if I do want to stay in this area, these are the jobs that are available. I know they pay a livable wage. This is how I apply, things like that. So it's working with employers as well. So I'm wondering if you can, you know, start whenever as if like you're a freshman in college, 
a lot of freshmen don't know what they want to do. But, yep. you know, you get to that junior, senior level, you have a hopefully you have a pretty <laughs> right. good idea of what you want to do. Right. So how do you guys handle like so if someone comes to you and is like, look, I don't know what I want to do with my career. Mm-hmm. Help me. Yeah. So one of the things that I want to implement um, as far as supporting the talent pipeline program is career exploration workshops or summer camps or things like that. Um, we have a bunch of spaces that we can host these type of career exploration workshops where students can come in and learn about the different um, opportunities we have in the city. You know, bring in employers to talk about this is what it looks like on the day of the day to day on a manufacturing floor, or this is what it looks like for day to day at a marketing firm or things like that. Um, just really showing kids possibilities and then having them choose for themselves instead of saying, okay, well, we have these jobs open. Yeah. Just go do that. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm all about freedom of choice. And I think that it's really important that we apply that to career development and not push people into something that they that's not fulfilling for them is is there any incentive to get students to show if that makes sense oh good question because (laughs) what can we do to get students to show um it's already hard (laughs) you know as a college student it was it was hard for us to to get people yeah it's hard to go to class like Like it's it's hard to do extracurricular (laughs) activities so i think that's something that we have to talk to students about you know what would get them involved Um, What are they looking for? Is it a short, you know, 20 minute type virtual experience or is it a conference type experience? I don't know that yet. I can't answer that for the students. (laughs) So you do a lot of work with the college side and we've we've hammered that into our heads, other people, the (laughs) listening audience's heads. But you all you also have to have uh, the Rock Hill job community, Mm -hmm. business community on board with this. Uh, you mentioned a job board, but collectively, but what is collectively what does that side of things look like? Yeah, so um, right now it's really looking at revamping our jobsrockhill.com website. So traditionally, that's been another job board, kind of similar to a LinkedIn, but a little more local feel. Um, we're now changing that to be more of a resource hub for employers to say, okay, these are the programs we have to support you, um, but also trying to rally HR professionals. You know, they have touch points at for all their employees at their organization. So even having a resource page to say, you know, if you have an employee come to you and they're struggling with getting groceries, you know, this is where they can go. Because I think it's about helping the employee as a whole and not just when they're there at your job, right? It's it's making sure that they're fulfilled, not only in their work, but also in life. Because we know that if they're not meeting their basic needs at home, they can't be the best employee when they come to work for you. So it's really supporting that relationship, um, helping employers build that relationship with their employees and and that's how you would connect the business community to the college community um not necessarily so for the college and business community i think we really do that through the talent pipeline program Mm -hmm. you know bringing them in to talk about what their internship experiences are Um, something we're implementing is doing informational sessions for the students that want to be in the talent pipeline program and the businesses so that way we can really tell them you know the purpose of the program collect some key information from them you know about how big their uh, employee size is or workforce is, you know, what type of skill sets they're looking for. I think if we can be a lot more intentional with sending the right students to these employers, it's a lot easier to get them on board long term. I don't know about you, Matthew, but I wish we would have had this, you know, (laughs) in my city growing up. Um, What is the most rewarding thing for you, you know, kind of heading this program and making these changes um, for these students, Absolutely. These kids. So I think um, a big motiv- motivation for me is just my own story. 
Um, I came to Winthrop and did not plan on staying in Rock Hill after I graduated, mm-hmm. but getting so involved, doing internships here, um, just getting a better understanding of what the city has to offer. I, I bought a house here now, you know, through the first time home buyers oh, wow. program. Mm-hmm. And so just understanding what your career can do for you. It allows you to buy a house. It allows you to get married, to travel, to have kids. Um, that's what's important to me. I want everybody to have those opportunities and not have to choose. All right. So put on your thinking cap. Let's go big picture here. Let's go. You, at some point, you'd love to get the Rock Hill schools involved. What is your vision for how they would fit into this program? Yeah, so um, Rock Hill School District, also, they have what I've learned to be called an occupational credential. And it's actually where students in high school can go out into the community for a period of their school day and actually work. Um, I mean, it's for free. But it's them getting the experience at a young age of what is it like to show up at an employee employer? Um, what is it like to go to work? What is it like to do these different jobs? So I think it's really about I, didn't, I only found out about that program when I started this job. So I'm like, how can we better promote these type of opportunities? Let parents know that these opportunities are out there for their students. Um, parents are always worried about, you know, what is my child going to do when they grow up? Are they going to make money? Um, and so I think we can give a little more clarity to parents and make them advocates for the school district if we show them what they're doing and support the programs that the school district has going on. Do you guys have anything, this is a, just a hit or miss, but do you guys have anything to do with the works program that the city does with the school district? Yeah, so that's actually a program that's headed up by the city's HR team. Um, so they go out to the public service entities, uh, police, fire, and I think sanitation. Um, so that's more of an HR program. Would love to get involved with that because, okay. again, it's an opportunity for students to get plugged into a career, a possible career field. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now that's managed by HR. So as we as we talked about, you're new. You're kind of putting in the new floors on the house, still <laughs> yeah. trying to, to adjust some things and uh, s- seeking, searching for correct direction. But do you have a timeline or goals on when you hope to have some of this humming? Yeah. So Career Village is actually um, being implemented at the beginning of the new year so january 1 we're starting off we actually have a meeting set up with all the career counselors and any teachers that want to join we have an informational session where we're going to be having career village reps just give them an overview um, of the platform and how it can be implemented Um, one of the things i was really excited about is that it really takes no effort from the teachers for a career village to happen and you know they already do so much i really just wanted it to be a platform that supported what they were already doing Um, So I'm really excited about that to be kicking off on January 3rd. And then um, through the rest of the, we'll also be kicking off the micro internships and the traditional internships um, in January as well. So we'll be starting informational sessions for businesses or individuals to come and learn about that, get signed up for the program and things like that. So with the generation that you're kind of working with, Mm -hmm. um, social media is a huge aspect. Is there a social media for people to kind of follow along this program? So we do not have a social media right now. Okay. Um, I don't even know how we would manage that. But um, I think it's definitely important that we do meet our current generation where they are. So at some point there will need to be social okay. media for these type of things. And, you know, we're going to have to make it cool because how do you make workforce development sound cool to kids? <laughs> Time to go to work. Have you done any other research about what this generation wants in a job or the workplace as opposed to the one that came before them oh absolutely so um uh just this generation that's entering the workforce like really values flexibility and 
freedom to go about their work day how they want to. Um, I think that's sometimes difficult to do in some of the industries that we have, you know, manufacturing, you can't just show up anytime. Um, but <laughs> I think it's understanding, you know, giving kids or students or whoever individuals, um, just an overview of what that day looks like, you know? So not everybody does want flexibility. Maybe some people want a set schedule, but you know, they all want to work for a good employer, an employer that takes care of them, that pays them well, that values them. Those are things that never changed. Um, but I think it changes the fact of how employers communicate with their employees and how transparent they are. Um, I think that's something that this generation really values. Is there anything that we're missing or that you'd like to add as far as this program goes? <laughs> no, um, you guys pretty much covered all of it. I'm, I'm excited to see where workforce development goes in Rock Hill. Um, obviously have a lot of plans in my head and it's really just going to take you know getting the right people on board and making sure that we're all headed in a goal that makes sense for the city and for the people that we're serving what internships did you do when you were in college so i did four internships in college um i started out at the department of treasury i was working for the chief information officer doing um project management software work um, for hr services within the federal government and then I went to the Society for Human Resource Management, more form- formally known as SHRM, um, which is a large professional organization for HR representatives. And I was doing curriculum development there. So really focusing on building training programs and things like that. And then I made a big shift. I came back to South Carolina because um, those were in DC and I started working for Resolute Forest Products or now it's known as New Indy Container Board. They make uh, paper and cardboard products. So. My first time in a manufacturing environment, I had to wear a hard hat to work, which was I was not used to, but it was actually a really fun environment. Um, I was just doing a lot of like HR generalist type work there. And then my last internship was at Broad River Retail, which is one of the largest DBAs of Ashley Furniture. Um, and so they're located in Fort Mill, but I was on their learning and development team, helping them train the thousands of salespeople that they have and keeping them incentivized um, to come to work every day. So. And how old are you? 24. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and so obviously not all of those internships led exactly into what you're doing now. So what are the, the positives and I don't want to say negatives, but what did you learn like, oh, I like this or I don't like this? What, what were your takeaways? Yeah, so um, I think a lot of times, I mean, the work I was doing was very different at each of them. But, you know, as you did, as I did more internships, um, I started to think, OK, I don't want to work for a large organization mm-hmm. <laughs> like the federal government. Things work way too slow. <laughs> um, and then, you know, working in like a professional organization was really like really nice because everybody kind of had a common goal for an industry. So I was like, OK, I like that feel. I like that. It'll, it almost kind of felt like a nonprofit in a way. Um, and then working in manufacturing really felt like family oriented, goal oriented because it's a physical product you can see being made. Um, And so it really, for me, was just learning about, you know, what I wanted out of my career. Um, I learned that manufacturing pays more. (laughs) So that was a nice benefit. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, some of those things you don't realize until you're you're actually doing it. But a lot of the positives were just learning about what type of work I wanted, how to communicate about the work I was doing. Um, Some of the cons were I did not get paid in my first internship Mm -hmm. (laughs) and living in D.C. for free was expensive. And so... um, after that, I learned what paid internships was and, you know, even got to negotiate my salary at one of my internships, which was really nice. 
had never had to do that pro- that uh, type of process before, but went to my boss and was like, hey, I got my degree now. I want to get this much money. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, doing some of those things. Cool. Well, Cameron, thank you for joining us yes. today on Rock Hill CityCast. And it sounds like you got a lot of work to do. So good luck. Yes. <laughs> Wish me luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.